This is Yoshua Grunstein, and I'm the rabbi of the Beth Israel Synagogue in Halifax, Nova Scotia, in Canada. And today I'd like to speak to you about the reoccurring custom that we do each day after chakras in the morning, and that is to blow the shofar on each and every day in the month of Elul, except for the day before Rosh Hashanah. This particular mitzvah, or to be more precise, this particular custom that has been pretty much accepted within the Jewish people is a custom that's rather strange. And indeed, it's codified for many decades. And what's interesting is that of all the ways we can get closer to God during these days of Elul, as we get closer to the solemn days of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, we somehow pick the shofar. One of the most primitive ways of speaking to God. Ultimately, we have beautiful prayers, wonderful literature, and instead of using that as a means to get closer to God, we ultimately pick an instrument that basically you don't have to be Jewish to blow. And any trumpet player could probably do it better than those that come to Minion in the morning. Why do we pick the chauffeur? And why is the chauffeur so connected to these solemn days? This question is a question that's also an halachic one. As everybody here knows, we blow the chauffeur on Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, and we're obligated to blow both a tekiah, a straight sound, and a teruah some sort of a broken sound. The Gemara tries to understand which is the broken sound, and ultimately, as we all know, we do all variations. The Shvarim, the three short sounds, the Teruah, the nine very short sounds, or the combination of both the Shvarim and the Teruah together. However, the Halacha is that we have to ensure that a Tekiah both precedes and proceeds the Shvarim and the Teruah, or the the tekiah does not precede it, then indeed you did not fulfill the mitzvah for that particular set. Not only that, but we happen to have a mitzvah of mitzvah of shofar. And you blow the tekiah and it's wonderful. And you blow the shvar and truah. But the tekiah at the end is halachically problematic. Maybe uh, no breath came out, whatever it might be. The baal tekiah, the one that's blowing the shofar, has to repeat the sounds. And I believe the answer is there's a very big difference between the tekiah and the shvar and truah. The tekiah is a straight sound. It's a sound that basically comes out and says, ladies and gentlemen, we're sure that we're part of the chosen nation of God, and God willing, our decree will be a good one for the coming year. But then we have doubts. After all, we're not perfect. There's many misfortunes. There's many tragedies that happened this year. And many of them are out of our control, but some of them are in our control. If we get up for minion every single morning, or we are a little lazy when it comes to brachas before eating. All these things come to our mind and it brings out a cry. A cry of either the shvarim, the genuche genach, as the Gemara says, or the cry of the teruah, the yelule yalilu. Whatever that cry might be, is it a sobbing cry or a cry that doesn't end? Ultimately, that has to be part of this process. But we have to end with a tzikiyah. We have to end and say that the human being is able to overcome it and just like David, our greatest king, was able to overcome his sins. And just like Yehuda, one of the best and foremost sons of Yaakov, was able to overcome his sins, so too we will be able to overcome, almost erase our sins, and be able to continue to lead a productive life, both physically and spiritually. And that has to be the order, and that has to be the experience of these days. Therefore, in the Rosh Hashanah davening, we had three brachas. Malchuyot, bracha of kingship. Knowing that God's the king, we're in good hands. Then after, we have the bracha of zikronot. 
Indeed, God's a wonderful king, but he remembers all that we did, and not everything that we did was so wonderful. But finally, we end with the shofarot, the shofar of the Mashiach and the coming of the redemption, which hopefully will not only erase all those tragedies that happened, but fix them to the extent that we will be a long-lost memory. That's the experience we should, we should feel during Elul. On the one hand, cry. Try to think what we did and what has to be fixed. But on the other hand, ensure that before you cry, you know you're in the hands of God, who has an ultimate covenant with the Jewish people, signed with Abraham, that the Jewish people will always survive, and ending with the covenant that God indeed will bring redemption. So this particular dialectic of happiness and sadness should be our legacy during Elul. And therefore, this custom has developed to blow each day one set, Tekiah, Shvarim, Teruah, Tekiah. I'm sure we're in good hands with God. Indeed, it's reason to cry because God remembers all. But ultimately, we will be redeemed. And therefore, we blow the shofar after these brachas and our Musaf of Rosh Hashanah. And therefore, this shofar is our most befitting, accompanied instrument during these days. Have a good year. Gemar Chatimatova.